There is only one you, and that is your superpower. You can't F that up. However, you can get stuck. That's why I created this space called Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons. Unstuck Yourself is about figuring out what has you feeling frustrated, isolated, or depleted of energy so that you're able to unstuck yourself on your journey through life when you don't know how to move forward. Unstuck yourself in your career that no longer excites and challenges you. Unstuck yourself with negative thoughts that seem to be doing cartwheels in your head consistently. I don't have the answers. You do. You always have. I'm providing the time, space, and grace for you to reconnect to that knowing. I'm Crystal Simmons, coach, speaker, and facilitator, and I'm grateful you made it here. Let's begin to unstuck yourself. Hey, hey, peeps, it's Crystal, the Unstuck Yourself coach to women who have said I'm done more times than they can count, and they're ready to make a change. We do so by uncovering mindset blocks and boosting their confidence to take the next step of unstucking themselves with ease. As life keeps lifing, Crystal's triple A's will increase your awareness to what is and isn't working. Highlight your innate abilities to take purposeful action, action, action. So now is the time for Crystal Town Update. Who's ready? Show of hands. I can't see them, but I think you're ready. (laughs) I just signed up for a workout challenge with a couple who are now engaged that I just stumbled upon on YouTube. Uh, Their names are Juice and Toya. And now that I say that, I should have it pulled up. Do that. Okay, got it. So it is the Juice and Tanya, excuse me, Juice and Toya Summer Ready Challenge. And their goal is to challenge us to help you head into summer feeling stronger, healthier, and more confident in your body. And they're there to help to transform your physical and mental health with a program that is realistic, challenging, and maintainable for four weeks, where they'll focus on building lean muscle, burning body fat, and improving endurance with strength and conditioning workouts. The best part about this, it is free and they have it posted on YouTube. So if you just type in the juice and Toya summer ready challenge, juice, just like orange juice, apple juice, pineapple juice, which is my fave and Toya T-O-Y-A. So I'm excited about that because literally just stumbled upon them. The workout allows me to use dumbbells, which I feel like I have been missing. However, thought I had heavier dumbbells. I'm gonna have to check with the hubs to see if he has any heavier ones. But yeah, I'm excited. And switching gears, we're talking about just being more physically fit. And it is a difference for me. My energy is higher, meaning I can actually do more things and not work. But being able to um, wake up early in the morning and work out and not feel tired midday. So I'm also looking at what I'm eating and being mindful of that, reducing my sugar, no gluten, no dairy, unless it is worth it. I'm not 100% with the gluten and dairy, but I'm I'm pretty close. So yeah, switching gears, I want to give a shout out to my dope friend Vern, who basically shared this restaurant with me months, months ago. We have not been able to get together because every time we say we're going to catch up, it's normally on a Monday. And this restaurant is closed. I even tried to go with another um, dope human. And again, we were meeting up on a Monday and I was like, we should go to this restaurant. Closed. I was like, 
why do I keep doing that? But my younger sister, Carissa, took my mom to this restaurant a couple weeks ago and she posted a picture and I was like, I have got to get there. So finally, uh, another dope human because I surround myself with dopeness because that's what I deserve, as do you. But uh, Aaron, her and I met last year, I think, and I had mentioned to her that I was a coach. She was going through looking at different schools to obtain her coaching certification. So it was really cool to connect with her because we get to share our coaching journeys and just speak about what we want to create in our business, but also in our life. And because coaching starts with us first, no matter what, there is no stopping. There is no, oh, I reached this end point. I'm good. Never that. You're either growing or you're dying. And I mean that shit. Okay. So yeah, Aaron and I got to go to this restaurant two weeks ago. It was on a Friday and the place is called Yum V's. It is Y-U-M-V-E-E-S. It's in the Melothian area in Virginia. For those who have been, please message me and tell me what is your favorite. We went for lunch, right? And I looked at the menu and I was like, ooh, this looks good. And every everybody has that QR code. So I scan it. I see they have a lunch menu. They have a brunch menu, but they also had a dinner menu. So I started looking at the dinner menu because I had got there early and Aaron wasn't there yet. I had to close the dinner menu because I'm like, I want this, all of this. The lunch menu is smaller, of course, but I had to close it because I was upsetting myself. But yeah, Yum V's. Their business started as a meal prep and small catering company back in 2016 out of a commercial kitchen that they built in their home. And they have real food made from scratch and it is 100% vegan with a purpose of helping others. So shout out to my friend Vern who told me about the place, but unfortunately her and I have not been able to eat there but she was right she was so right for lunch I got tacos and I got the corn tortillas instead of flour because I told you no gluten and that was made with mushrooms shit was delicious however however y'all the dinner so I told the hubs about it and then when we actually what did we do so I went to lunch on Friday and then Saturday, we were trying to figure out where to eat. And I was like, unless you want to go to Yum V's, which is Y-U-M-V-E-E-S. And he looked at the menu and was like, oh, this look legit. Let's do it. We're not vegan, but I'm all for eating plants. All for it. Especially ooh, when they are gifted to season their meals. <sighs> Devon and I shared their plate of nachos. And just thinking about it now... So good. Got a little bit of spice to it. I didn't even take any pictures because as soon as it came, I'm like, this looks amazing. And I could not stop eating. I would go back, drive about, what, 17, 20 minutes just to experience those nachos again. This is the hubs calling now. So hold, please. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Yeah, so that is the Crystal Town update of good food, but also starting this challenge with Ju uh, Juice and Toya. And that starts, I think, May the 2nd. But yeah, let's get into today's episode. We'll be talking about how to complete the stress response cycle. And this came from a book that I read last year. Like I started last year, but finally finished it <laughs> earlier this year. First off, has anybody else done that before? Where you start a book, you put it down, 
and maybe you're reading here and there, but it's not consistently every day, where the book is amazing. But for whatever reason, life is life, and I guess I finally finished it earlier this year, and it hit me how important this was. So I just wanted to shout you out. If you if you done that where you had a book and you're like, why can't I finish it? Why can't I do this? It's cool. I do it quite frequently. But it was nice to finish it because it reminded me of I can use this to share with other people who haven't read the book. And if they wish to, they can because it just sheds so much light on so many things that I didn't even think about. But the book is titled Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And it is authored by two twin sisters. Their names are Dr. Emily Nagoski and then Amelia Nagoski. And they're both doctors, they're twins. And one was actually featured on the Netflix special, The Principles of Pleasure. And she had the purple hair and great insight. So if you've seen that, that's one of the authors or one of the sisters. So what I wanted to do is briefly read about them since I'm quoting their book, paying them their respect. So Emily is a health educator. <laughs> Emily is a health educator with a PhD in the New York Times bestselling book, Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life. When she was traveling all over talking about that book, readers kept telling her the most life-changing information in the book wasn't the sex science. It was those sections about stress and emotion processing. When she told her identical twin sister, Amelia, a choral conductor, Amelia blinked like that was obvious. Of course, nobody teaches us how to feel our feelings. Hell, I was taught. Any conservatory trained musician learns to feel feelings singing on stages or standing on podiums. But that didn't mean I knew how to do it in the real world. And when I finally learned, it probably saved my life, she said. So this book is for anyone who has felt overwhelmed and exhausted by everything she has to do and yet still worried that she's not doing enough, which is every woman. But they put every woman we know, including us. So you've heard the usual advice over and over. Exercise, green smoothies, self-compassion, coloring books, mindfulness, bubble baths, gratitude. You probably tried a lot of it. So have we. And sometimes it helps at least for a while. But then the kids are struggling in school or a partner needs support through a difficulty or a new work project lands in your laps. And we think, I'll do the self-care thing as soon as I finish this. The problem is not that women don't try. On the contrary, we're trying all the time to do and be all the things everyone demands from us. And we will try anything, any green smoothie, any deep breathing exercise, any coloring book or bath bomb, any retreat or vacation, we can shoehorn into our, <laughs> into our schedules to be what our work and our family and our world demand. We try to put on our own oxygen mask before assisting others. And then along comes another struggling kid or terrible boss or a difficult semester. So the problem is not that we're not trying. And thus, why we will get into what does it mean to complete the stress response cycle? 
Luckily, I have pinned in this show's description a YouTube video where Emily and Amelia actually go through more detail than I will with completing the stress response cycle. So you can click on that if you want to learn more, but I want to give a brief overview of what it means. Emily and Amelia explained that dealing with your stress is completely separate from dealing with the things that causes you stress. Those are two different things. So they started with differentiating what our stress is compared to what our stressors may be. And stressors are what activate the stress response in your body. And that could be anything with traffic, your job, car, people, money, your kids, your neighbors, the entire world are all stressors and they are something that we cannot really avoid. We have to interact with these things. And then we have the actual stress, which is a neurological and physiological shift that happens in your body when you encounter one of those things, meaning stressors, which is the cause. So just those two separate things where we'll say, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. What we're saying is our body is feeling that shift because we interacted with those stressors. And completing the stress response cycle definitely starts with uh, recognizing this biological response. And there are a beginning, there's middle, and there's an end. And we have these causes, which are the stressors. And then we have the after effect with this distress, meaning there is a shift within us in our bodies. So that was a huge aha moment for me. And like I mentioned, this will be shared in the YouTube video if you so choose to watch it. But they mentioned that the response to stress was built for survival, just like running from a wild animal. It is that... Oh no, I'm in danger. Let me do something about it. Obviously, many of us are not encountering that day to day, meaning we're not encountering a lion. We're not encountering a wild animal try to eat us. But these things that we listed, and you could probably add a lot more stressors to the list, money, your car, your home, your kids, your job. And then if you even go deeper, it could be family, it could be coworkers at the job, it could be the tasks that you have been assigned that piles on to the other 15 tasks that you have. Those are stressors that we just keep taking and taking. And that shift in our body is just building and building. How have you completed that cycle to release that energy of that stress? which is the biological shift in your body, the neurological, the physiological, like it's all logical. (laughs) And I actually, in reading this, have been more conscious of, am I completing the stress cycle? Am I acknowledging that I'm stressed, one? Am I acknowledging what my stressors are? And then choosing to either reduce the interaction with those stressors, either eliminate some of those stressors, if I can. And that got me to thinking like, oh, this is gonna be good. So we've identified what stress is. We've identified what stressors are and we have acknowledged we have experienced that. 
the last part of this, which will be the bulk of our conversation today, is what can we do to allow our bodies to release that shift, that chemical change, so that we're not holding on to that for days, for weeks, for months, for years, for decades. (sighs) Breathe. And in this moment, allow yourself to not think about the past, to allow yourself to gift yourself this experience right now and moving forward. I too had to do this. I'll be 40 in November. Oh yeah, shout out to me and my parents. I have very good genes and I take good care of myself. (laughs) But I have to look at it like, dang, I have not been doing this for a long time. Or I have been kind of doing this and didn't even recognize it. Crystal's triple A's. It starts with the awareness. Awareness, awareness, awareness. Are you conscious that you're stressed? Are you conscious this conversation with this individual is a stressor for you? Are you conscious of that? Because that is what all of this is. It is to raise your consciousness. It is to raise your awareness So then you can choose, oh, this isn't that stressful for me. I'm going to continue this conversation. Are you consciously choosing your next action or are you just going off of habit? Are you going off of just, this is what we've always done. Are you going off, well, this is what everybody else is doing. How does it feel? How does it feel? Such a good video. I'm going to listen to that song later. Hold please, we'll be back right after these dope messages. What's that sound? That's the sound of being able to eat whatever your yummy tummy desires while completing your Invisalign treatment. I love food, so I was ecstatic to still eat what I wanted by simply popping out those Invisalign aligners when I was ready to eat which was super dope, especially compared to those days of restricted snacks with the traditional braces. Invisalign lets you do you. Not to mention they feel better and are less painful than braces. Invisalign gets you the results you want in as little as six months. Now peeps, please note that that treatment time does vary depending on Invisalign product type, your wear time, and the complexity of what you and your soon-to-be straight teeth need. So that must be determined by your doctor. Call Bates Orthodontics today at 804-258-4268. And if you're listening to this late at night, then visit them at BatesBraces.com. That is B-A-T-E-S-B-R-A-C-E-S.com. BatesBraces.com to book your free consult by clicking on the bright green button and following the three easy steps to reserve your appointment today. And for the peeps that are outside of Virginia, visit Invisalign.com. That is I-N-V-I-S-A-L-I-N-G-N.com and enter your zip code to find the best Invisalign provider for you. Let the dope peeps at Bates Orthodontics know Crystal sent you from the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast and send me pics. I want to see those soon-to-be straight teeth peeps. Okay, let's get into it. In the video, they highlight there are steps that you can take 
to complete the stress response cycle. Number one, you can move your body. And going back to the analogy of running from a lion or a wild animal, that completes the cycle of running. Like you get the adrenaline running, you're like, oh, I did it. Exhaling, releasing it, really letting your body and your brain know I did something with the stress of, oh, this animal can kill me. And I didn't just stand there and wait for it. So you may have heard when people say you're stressed out, you should work out, you should, well, that's pretty much all I heard. (laughs) You should just work out. So moving your body can be running. It could be working out. It could be dancing to a really dope song or an artist, like literally getting it like, mm, 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 hey, hey, drop it, drop it, pop it, pop it. Hey, do the butterfly on the wall. Shout out to my sisters. (laughs) And if you don't want to do that, the cool part is you can literally tighten all of your muscles in your body. I'm talking clenching your fists, forearms, arms, squeezing your butt cheeks, thighs, toes, curling them shits. 10 long, slow counts and then relaxing. This tells your body you're in a safe place, which is dope. So that's number one. Number two, you can ask someone that you love and that you trust for a 20 second hug. Ask them to embrace you. It's different though. Don't just, babe, I need you. And then just collapse in their arms. You stand your center of gravity. They stand their center of gravity. And it is a long 20 second plus hug. It will reduce your heart rate, reduce your blood pressure. And it gives you, again, that sense of you're safe now. The third is a good night's sleep. And I have heard this before and after reading this book and doing the notes for this episode, I remember when I was really, really stressed out the day before, went to bed, woke up the next day and like, oh yeah, it wasn't that bad. So it does work. Now getting to sleep, I have found has been challenging if I am very frustrated, upset or stressed, but meditation has helped. And when I say meditation, I'm not sitting or laying in silence and my brain isn't just going. I use guided meditation and they allow me to focus my energy on feeling my body, but now envisioning a soft, warm light, or it could be just, do you feel any sensations in your body? Are you tensing up anywhere? So then you get to direct your awareness to, am I holding any of this in me that I no longer want to do so? So these three steps I have done and this part, I want to share with you how I have done it. The first was to move your body, tense up for 10 slow counts. I didn't do it to the T to that, but I'll explain. So one day I was in the house, super stressed out, and it was something that I felt that I shouldn't be mad at. And in me being mad at it, I was mad that, all right, let me figure out how, how do I say this? I decided that I'm no longer drinking. My husband, he still drinks. I'm not a fan of the smell of alcohol, but when he did drink one night, I was very irritated and I had no idea why. And then I realized after meditating, excuse me, after meditating, I was upset that I was upset. 
And I don't know if any of y'all can relate, but I was like, why am I so mad he drank? Like, he enjoys it. He doesn't do it a lot. Why am I so mad at that? And in that, I got mad at myself for being mad and it just kept going. During meditation, I actually started crying because I felt the frustration just bubbling up and I just cried, snot, blow on my nose. And I really, again, was still mad at myself. Like, why are you so mad? But the guided meditation helped me kind of process giving compassion to myself. And that's what's so dope about the guided meditations. The messages that they share during the meditation tends to be what I need at that time. And I don't think that's on accident. So it's something that I always need to hear and didn't know I need to hear it in that way. So I'm always appreciative. And that's why I keep going back because I deserve to feel that. And I want to give myself that. So yeah, I was crying and then it hit me. Crystal, you don't have to love every part of your spouse. And y'all just saying that, but also being aware and feeling truthful about it, like Oh, I don't have to be perfect because that's what that thought is. Why am I mad? Why am I not loving that he does that? Why am I not accepting that he does this? Why am I not doing that? I've been working on this growth journey. I've been working on myself to be more accepting and non-judgmental. Why am I upset at that? And me saying, I don't have to love every part of my partner. And everything that he does, it was like, whoa, crying it out, breathing it out, speaking it out. And I did hug him. Game changer. Game effing changer. It literally just melted away. And I'm not exaggerating. And in me telling him that he was like, no, you're right. That is, yeah, it was just so dope. And another thing that happened... (laughs) I forgot why I was upset, but a thought came to me. It was like, I should just scream it out. Like we live in a house. I don't recommend anyone do this if they're in a townhome or in their apartment or out in public. I would suggest maybe your car in a parking lot. But yeah, because like if you just scream at the top of your lungs and driving, I mean, you could do it, but you know, you choose. Thought came, I should scream at the top of my lungs. And y'all, the feeling came right after that. Why would you do that? That sounds crazy. Why? And then I started questioning the question of why did you get so defensive just now? Why are you holding back? And that perfectionism of that's so out of character. There's nothing wrong. I'm like, well, obviously it is because I feel like shit right now. I actually recorded myself because I want to share with other people. If you heard me just say, just screaming at the top of your lungs and your brain started asking you, why would she do that? Why would I do that? I'm not doing that. I would encourage you to question that question. What do you have to lose? Except if there's an image of certain things that you don't do, like quote unquote, it made me feel like I was losing control or it made me less perfect. I placed myself in that imaginary box of what Crystal does and what she doesn't do. So I did it like gut wrenching, screaming at the top of my mother effing lungs, that feeling. 
inexplainable. Whew, it felt good. I will say it was still awkward, but it was less awkward after the second one because I did it twice. <sighs> the last time I completed the stress response cycle was, and it's probably my favorite, all you know, starting a part-time job and I hadn't received my schedule for training for the week of April 25th. So by the time you hear this, I would have already started working. But the week prior, which is when I'm recording it, I was just kind of anxious. Like, when do I start? I might need to shift some coaching sessions around so that I could still train, but also coach my clients. And then the hubs got me a new laptop, which I was so excited. But y'all, y'all, the computer is dope. However, remembering all of my passwords to all of these damn apps, also not having the reminder, like the memory of what I've already visited, also trying to figure out like what the settings I want. It was very overwhelming because my new job was sending me a new laptop too. So I was thinking about, I got to learn that laptop too. And then... I told y'all I'm being more mindful of being physically active. I have this Arbonne plastic cup that I use this body cleanse and it's like this lemon and ginger cleanse that you use to shake and the damn top goes missing. Like I have no idea where this top is. So the night before I'm playing with this new laptop getting super frustrated. I did record my new commercial on the new laptop, which is super dope. It uploaded really quick. There's no background humming of this old ass laptop that I have that I have to edit out. But anywho, recorded that, but then I don't have the files to add the sound effects. So then I have to, it was so frustrating. I was so frustrated. And then thinking about the job, waiting for my training schedule, getting nervous and anxious and excited. That was all bubbling up in my body. I could feel it, like, like feel it y'all. And then... The morning of, I was like, what will I do? I will move my body, right? Right? No. Looking for the damn top. Can't find the top. Open up every cabinet. Opening up every container, Tupperware container. Looking in the recycle bin that's in the kitchen. Looking under the, the sink. Looking in the dishwasher. Looking in different rooms to the point where Devon was laying down. I was like, what are you doing? Everything okay? And I was like, I can't find my top. And then he comes down, he helps. And before he came down, I literally stood in the kitchen and, and just boohoo cried, literally crying again, snot, tears, and the brain going, why, why is this happening? Like, why? Like, where does a top go missing? How is that? I just used it a couple of days ago, which is the crazy part. And I'm the one washing the dishes. I remember washing it. What the F? What the F? Literally cried for 10 minutes because I kept crying. I was like, okay. And I was like, nope, still some more in me. I'm still upset. I'm just, I just, it just kept going. But I also was conscious it was getting worse. So as I felt it getting worse, it had me blame him. Like he must have thrown it away. He must misplace it. And then in me being conscious of that, I'm like, how is that helping? I just made him the enemy for what? The topping going just appear because of that. So when he came down to help, we couldn't find it. He ended up ordering me another one. And I had to literally breathe 
I did hug him. I told him, thank you for that. And I ended up moving my body. I had to work out. And before I even started working out, y'all, I smiled, just cracked a smile and it felt better. It sounds a little crazy, but it felt way better. Again, it, it makes me go back to when I was thinking about screaming really loud, like that's silly. Cracking a smile where you're not feeling well seems silly until you do it and like, oh, okay. I just smiled. <laughs> it takes you realizing what you deserve. I can say all of these things, but if you don't implement one, two, all of them, nothing's going to change. It takes action. You don't have to do all of them. But don't wait for your brain to catch up with your body. Like right now, smile. Smile for a good three seconds. Start there. Teeth and all. Get them teeth. Let me see them teeth. Let me see you cheese. (laughs) Come on, you gotta smile now. Like, come on. But yeah, I smiled and I felt a shift. And then I started working out. I have my cup right here today, topless. (laughs) And it gives me really good vibes to share that story with you because I decided I could have kept all that to myself and not shared it with you all, but also not do what I'm about to share with you now. After that event, normally when I deal with something like that, I might tell my husband like, yeah, the other day I cried because I was upset. But typically I just keep it to myself. Like, okay, I fixed it. I feel better now. I had the thought to call my sister. So I called my younger sister, Carissa, and was like, hey, what you up to? What you doing? And I told her what happened. Like, so I just spent like 10 minutes bawling my eyes out, snot and everything. And I went through the timeline of the laptop of just being anxious for work and things of that nature. And the bottle. And even she was like, what happened to the top? That's crazy. Whatever. And she was like, but sometimes it'd be like that. Like just you feel it and then you just let it go. And sometimes you have to cry. And just her saying that and acknowledging that that is normal for me gave me a boost of, I'm so glad I I told her because I deserve to hear that. I deserve that, that gift. And then she went on to share something with me that I was able to to give that gift right back to her. And y'all in those moments, I was like, this is what a true connection is. It is not about you going through shit in life and then you fixing it yourself. If you're at that point where you're doing that, kudos to you. But there's another level of abundance, of energy, of love, of joy, of compassion, creation. Like there are different levels to that. And in me sharing that moment with my sister and feeling safe and feeling loved for myself first, but yet from her, like giving her that option to give it back to me, how many people in your life, you're not allowing them to show up for you. You're not allowing them to love you. You're not allowing them to connect with you on a deeper level. I have said over and over, I'm I'm building connections. I'm I'm creating new friendships. And I would say I was one who always felt like, how come I don't have like a best friend? Like people like, this is my best friend. This is my best friend from college. This is my best friend from here. I know a lot of people, 
I'm connected to a lot of people. I've met a lot of acquaintances, close peeps. And it hit me after I got off the phone call with her. And also when I talked to my therapist and my coach, I have two God-given best friends that are my sisters. And shout out to the woman who commented on my post on Instagram when me and my sister did the in-person class for Trap Cardio. Trap Cardio is so dope. But yeah, she was like, she just really enjoys seeing me and my sisters. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. She was like, no, I like, I really, it really means something to see you, you all together. She said something to that effect. And it just hit me when she said that, like, oh, this is like major. Too often we think life is just life. Like, this is just my life. There's nothing really major about it. Like, even me having this podcast, it's just what I do now. And there are so many dope people who would tell them like, Crystal, this shit is amazing, which I know because <laughs> it came from my higher source. Like I didn't just pop this out just to do it. Like I was pulled to do this and it feels amazing when you answer those pulls. So yeah, shout out to, to, to me and my sisters for being dope and being each other's best friends. I'm so thankful that I have that aha moment now because I did not have it. And again, decades decades that it never hit me that I have been trying to create something that has been with me this whole entire time I'm not gonna feel shame I'm not gonna feel bad I'm gonna feel grateful and thankful and tell everybody like I'm telling y'all now so take this moment to acknowledge that we're here to acknowledge that you don't have to fix your own problems that doing so only feeds your perfectionism, it only feeds that shame. Speak that shit out. My therapist says, shame cannot survive when spoken. So I was like, ooh, triple S's. Shame cannot survive if spoken. So that is my takeaway that I'm doing consistently. And when I'm not sharing it, it keeps me stuck. It keeps me stuck. And it keeps me at a distance from connecting with other people which then isolates me, which goes against my values. So the things that I'm actually quote unquote working towards, I'm creating the opposite. Y'all, that awareness is real. That awareness is real. So if I say I'm actively building connections, I have to ask, but am I? And then I also have to flip it on you. Are you? Here's my invitation to you to allow yourself to feel the other side of fixing shit in silence. If you have been saying you want to build connection, you're looking to build friendships, you gotta do more than say the words. Follow through with those actions. Be about it for you, not me. So you gonna gift yourself this or not? You decide. All right, peeps, have you decided? You're going to dismiss this message or are you going to take purposeful action? If you so choose to take purposeful action, then let me know what your next move is. Email me at crystal at crystalclearpurposes.com or shoot me a DM over on Instagram at crystalclearpurposes. And 
how soon are you going to take this purposeful action? Right now? Tomorrow? Maybe next week? And taking that action, how often are you committed to doing this action? What could get in the way of you successfully taking that action? Being mindful, being aware to why you're doing what you're doing will allow you to be more successful and have fun and enjoy you taking the action. So talk this ish out now. And again, feel free to email me with the details. I'll be toot toot tooting when you do. Today, I shared a lot of unstuck gems and questions. Here are a few. Number one, dealing with your stress is completely separate from dealing with the things that cause you stress. Number two, are you aware of your top five stressors in your life? If not, take time to ponder and write them out because raising your awareness to what is causing that physiological change in your body will allow you to name the cause and thus create your own remedy. Number three, there are three steps to completing the stress response cycle that you can try out for yourself. They are moving your body, asking a loved one for a 20 second hug, and lastly, getting a good night's sleep. They communicate to your body that you are now safe. Number four, when you find yourself frustrated or stressed out, do you give yourself compassion? If you haven't in the past, will you consider doing so in the future? If yes, how will you keep yourself accountable to provide compassion to yourself in stressful situations? Number five, do you have moments of quickly defending your thoughts or actions out of habit, pride, or possibly fear? Uh, start questioning your questions. Number six, are you placing yourself into an imaginary, confined box of things you can do and things you can't do? How does that feel to you? Number seven, how many people in your life are you not allowing to show up for you because you keep everything to yourself? Number eight, shame cannot survive if spoken. As always, peeps, it has been a dopeify, dopetastical pleasure to share this message with you every week. If I share something that made you laugh, jot down some notes, or possibly go, hmm, please share this podcast with a peep or two. Thank you for spending time with me today and hopping aboard the dope train of unstucking yourself. I hope you return next week. Until then, stay unstuck. Stay unstuck.